Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we've got a question. Do you always have to have cake at a wedding? Yes! 651-641-1071. That's the question on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. That is a very animated Bradley trainer. Why are you so animated, okay, trainer? Uh, so uh, this is a little segment I would like to call... Your wedding sucks. Your wedding sucks. <laughs> and here's why. Wow. In our first installment, I would like to rip apart a little royal wedding tidbit for you. And it goes a little something like this. I was trolling the Twitters, as one does, uh, in preparation for a show today. And I saw this headline. <clears throat> Prince Harry and Meghan Markle won't have a traditional wedding cake. Why? <laughs> And then it just drove me into fits of uh, frustration because just have a dumb wedding cake. It's that simple. Tradition is tradition. Have a wedding cake. Now, if you want to add stuff to it, great. That is my general feeling uh, when it comes to weddings and in particular the wedding cake. If you want to have donuts, great. If you want to have cookies, great. But you better have some wedding cake. Now, let me tell you the story. So uh-huh. sit with that. Mm-hmm. And if you uh, have opinions about it, as Colleen said, pick up the phone and call uh, 1-800-HIVAIR. No, it's actually <laughs> 651-641-1071. What if somebody calls? Uh, the story is that Kensington Palace has revealed that a London-based baker by the name of Claire Patak has been chosen to create, get this, mm-hmm. a lemon elderflower wedding cake for Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. I mean, that sounds good. Now, it might sound good to you, but the thing you need to understand is that is not a traditional wedding cake in London. Or in London. In England. <laughs> for the royal family. Oh, what is the a traditional A traditional royal wedding cake is a fruit cake. And it is served at British royal weddings. Not like a Christmas fruit cake. Yes. Really? It's a Christmas... Not well. It's not Christmas fruit cake, but it is a fruited cake. Oh, okay. It's not a fig Newton. It's fruited cake. No, but that's okay. So I'm not here to argue for British culture tradition. They're fine. I'm saying, but what they're doing is a scourge that is happening across the globe, and especially here in this country, where millennials, hipsters, other interlopers have decided that they don't need to follow the you know millennia of tradition. That have, you know, come before us and have a dumb wedding cake. It's not that hard. Have a cake. 
Why are you are so impassioned about the wedding cake? Isn't there something about weddings that just drives you nuts when people don't follow the rules? Like, you better have a cake. If you want to have donuts, fine, but you better give me some cake, too. Because I went to... Look, I have to follow tradition and buy your Ginsu knives or your your dumb walk that you're never going to use off of your registry. Like, I have to do that. Like, if I showed up at the wedding with, like, some handcrafted uh, lace napkins or some, uh, you know, some stuff that's dumb and gave it to you as a gift that was not on your registry, you would be appalled. Well, guess what? When you try to serve me your donut bar, I'm appalled because I buy your gift. You give me cake. That's how it works. That is the exchange. I buy your gift. You give me cake. Gift cake. Gift cake. Gift cake. I've made my point. Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. I'll be really honest with you. I don't have the same feelings that you have. Well, that's I, a shocker. Um, I'm fine if you put any dessert in front of me. I'm Look, fine I with like it. dessert, but that is not the point. The point is it's tradition. And I love that me, of all people on this particular show, <laughs> is most concerned with wedding tradition. I, who have never been married, I, who generally rail against, you know, what society requires of you to do. But this is one where I am willing to plant, uh, you know, my uh, flag, flag in the cake in the cake because Cause he, I want it because he wants the cake. That is his payment for showing up and buying the present. Uh, we've got Liz on the line. Hey, Liz, the question is, do you always have to have cake at a wedding? Nope. We did something at our wedding. We called it a dessert bar. But what we did was we asked people who felt compelled to bring a homemade bar recipe to the wedding if they felt compelled. And then we would share the recipes with everybody as a way to, like, bring other families into it. We had so many desserts. It was crazy. But I will say my mother-in-law was really upset, mm-hmm. so we got a Costco $20 cake. Ooh, yes, that's don't, good. Don't shame a Costco cake, because mm-hmm. that is my favorite sheet cake. Well, my husband works at Costco, so Ooh, it's pretty funny. Lucky but you. Um, almost nobody ate the cake. Everybody <gasps> loved the bars. Everybody thought the bars were fun. But I actually hate cake. I think cake is repulsive. Okay. I don't well, like Well, you the clearly are some kind of communist No, you're or normal, Liz. You probably Liz, like pie better. Liz. So yeah. I got a question for you. Did you have a registry? Um, I did, but here's what's funny, Bradley. I have a lot of funny things against what you're talking about. I hate to buy off the registry. I give really good gifts, so I make them. I have very personal ideas about what is a neat gift to give that's personal. So I don't love registries because they're very unpersonal. But I have had people tell me that my gift is very special for them after they get it. They're like, oh, my gosh, that was so us. That was so cool. But... Also, Bradley, I have a theory why you're upset about the cake issue. Ooh, ooh, I'm, oh, I, Liz, tell I'm here me more, for this. Liz. Liz, we are all ears. Go. Bradley is so self-controlled and limits his enjoyment of sugary snacks that I think he thinks the weddings, he gets to go for it because it's a special occasion. And if they don't have that cake he wants, dang it. I know. My opportunities time. on a date. I mean, I could go to the store and buy cake any day of the week. But to your point, I think there might be something there because when I go to a wedding, I know at the, you know, because like, here's the thing I know about weddings, like your food, depending on where it's at, the food may be fine. It may be okay. It might be out of the park awesome, but most of the time wedding food, let's be real. It's a little toss Dry chicken. Kind of some dry chicken. By the way, thank you, Liz. Thanks, Liz. Uh, But 
if at the end of that I know, okay, at least I'm going to get me some cake. You're eating for the cake. Yes. Yeah. You're there for the cake. Yes. I'm sorry. I, that, like, I can sense the, uh, uh, the sadness in you when you don't get that cake presented to you at, at their yeah. wedding. Um, let's go to Candy. Candy's on the line. Candy. Hi, Candy. Hi. Uh, what do, do you always have to have cake at a wedding? Well, I love cake. And I'm all for tradition and stuff, but a gigantic wedding cake for, you know, 200, 250 people is ridiculously expensive. Um, so what we did at my wedding is we had small, a small decorated cake on every table at the wedding. And then we were able to do different flavors. Like one table was red velvet and one was chocolate and one was white and, um, it was also then part of the decoration in the middle of the table. And we got a ton of compliments. People loved it. Thank you, Candy. Bradley, and what Candy, say you about that? I think it's okay. So at least there's cake. So I can't shame her for having cake. But I think you got to be really careful. I mean, just from a wedding planning perspective, because I'm clearly, <laughs> this, is this is a, a hobby that I should have. We've ever had. Tell us more. Yes, because, I love it. No, Go. but tell me I'm not right when it comes to if you if you put a, a red velvet cake at a cake at a, a table where the lady's like, I, I am allergic to red velvet or I think red velvet's horrible. Then you've got a, a table that's like, oh, I wish we were at the lemon and chiffon well, they'll table. go over to the lemon chiffon no, table. No, that's not how it works. Then you got to make swap people. Cakes. It's like with kids. You get them the same gift or you get them nothing because if you give them different gifts, then one's going to feel bad. You know what I'm saying? No. Yeah. Because I, like, if you give, no, that's just the way I think. Why are you looking at me well, like my opinion is wrong? It's not that your opinion is wrong, but I never get my the kids the same I gift. wouldn't I'm not saying your kids. I'm oh. saying if I'm giving somebody's kids a gift, I'm not going to like throw caution to the wind and just unless I know there's something specific that they want. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying like and maybe gift isn't the right word, but if I'm bringing a treat for somebody, you don't bring one person chocolate chip cookies and another person brownie because what if or carrots because what if they want it so i'm just saying you got to be real careful okay six five one six four one one oh seven one we're gonna stick with this through i mean it's we'll be back after the break bradley desperately needs to know do you always need to have a cake at a wedding like him where's the cake okay it's not here also or or if you want to answer this question what cake substitute were you not good with at a wedding six five one six four one one oh seven one we'll be back with more your wedding sucks after this on my talk one oh seven one I spent the break um, trying to calm Bradley. Oh, and stop. I held you did him not. Close. You were talking to Julia. That's true. But Bradley is real animated about cake at a wedding. Uh, Look, you got to have battles in life. And if my biggest battle is cake, I'm fine with that. Okay, so here's the rule, according to Bradley. May I speak for you? May I have permission to speak yeah, for you? Yeah, by all means. Bradley I'll just sit over here. doesn't want... Your dumb dessert if it's not a cake at the wedding. Don't say things like dumb because I'm not here to offend people's wedding because people have been sending me their lovely photos of like the things that they served at their wedding. Mm. A a lovely uh, woman had they had like a Halloween wedding. And so they had all these different things for Halloween, like trick or treat pencils and no, (laughs) don't get me started, Um, which I'm not here to say you're a horrible person. I'm just here to say, look. There's a certain amount of tradition necessary in the world. Otherwise, we end up with the world we have today. And I think we're going a little too far in allowing non-cake items <laughs> at weddings. So if you want to okay. have the trick-or-treat, you want to have the cake pops, at least give me some cake as well. 
Okay, let's go back to the phones. We've got Mariana on the line. Hi, Mariana. Oh, hi. Okay. Hi. What, what say you about cake at weddings? Okay, I've got two responses to uh, Liz and Candy. So first of all, Liz, that's really a sweet idea. Um, I went to a wedding where I was asked to bring bars, <clears throat> a grandmother's recipe. Um, so I'm thinking, okay, wait, I have to bring a gift and now I have to bring yeah. bars. Thank you. Wedding. Thank you. I had to remember to bring that special bra to wear with my dress and my shoes. Yep. And now I have to put a you know thing of bars in. Thank my you. Suitcase. And okay. I have to get a card, and I got to yeah. get a gift, yeah. and now I got to make a pan okay. of dumb bars. Oh my gosh. Okay. And then this was what was worse. So I brought the bars and, and I'm not getting lovely cake. little spread and everything. Well, then they proceeded to get an ice cream truck. So everybody went out to the ice cream truck, and no one ate those stupid bars. We There were like <laughs> six things of bars sitting on that table. Okay, so that's one thing. The other one, Candy, um, okay, she said, oh, the cake. I went to a wedding where they had a cake on each table. Yeah. Okay, we totally got stuck with the lemon cake. See? So then they made this little speech, well, you can go and trade with people if you want to. Well, no one wanted our No. Lemon. We walked around like idiots looking for... You know, someone who wanted lemon so we could just have chocolate. I'm not really about cake. I just need something chocolate or sweet. Yeah, no, so I hear So if they would have had candy at the table, I would have been fine. But here is why people don't have cakes at weddings. Because I found this out. My friend had a kid who got married. And I remember at our wedding, they charged 25 cents for cutting the cake mm-hmm. per piece. Mm-hmm. You guys, now it's like two bucks a piece of cake. It's expensive. Excuse it's, me. It's expensive. You're right, Mariana. For this this huge cake, you yeah. pay for the cake, uh-huh. bring it in, and then they pay. Okay. You have to pay what? You've got 200, 300 guests. Yeah. That's it's a lot of money. dollars just to cut a freaking cake. So, Bradley, a cupcake is cake. Yeah. It's just already cut. I know, I'm so fine. I will. Definitely. <laughs> Thank you, Mariana. God, Mariana was delivering the Oof, truth. She had it all Here's what there. I will say. One of two things. Fine if you want to do a cupcake. Cake pops, absolutely not. But if you want to do cupcakes, okay. But here's the thing. If it is expensive to have somebody cut your dumb cake, I will come to your wedding and cut your cake for free. They won't let you. Why? Because it all has to do with how they serve it. The workaround is if certain caterers will provide a cake for you. But if you wanted your fancy yummy buttercream cake, you're saying the bakers do this. No, the caterers do this. So the the cake you can bring oh, it in from no. the bake. Yes. No. Okay. So I need to write a strongly yes. worded letter to the caterers of mm-hmm. the world. Yeah, I'm telling you, you literally pay a lot of money just for them to slice. Oh, that is each. This piece. is not communist China. It's a racket. You don't tell me what I got to do. And I got married 15 years ago, and I was paying through the nose for them to. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Place a dumb cake. I was wishing that they had donut walls back then. I would have done one there. <laughs> Let's go. Let's okay, go to get that out. Jane. Hi, Jane. What do you think about cake at weddings? Uh, are you on Team Bradley? Oh, absolutely. Thank and, you. Um, you know, every venue is different, but we found that if you bring bars in, they're going to charge you like $2 a bar to serve. I mean, it, there's just no getting around paying that extra. My daughter just doesn't want to walk into her venue and look at a Pinterest page. So she's going retro, going 30 years ago, having a huge cake. Everyone gets a piece. But going on to the gift registry, people, do not think you're being the most creative personal thing out there because everyone's getting established in 2018 barn signs, and they get five of them, and they have to put them in their garage because it doesn't fit their style. Mm -hmm. So go off the registry, and if you don't want to go off the registry, cash is king. These newlyweds want to buy their own things. They want to pick out their own stuff, and... I do, don't buy your personal thing because everyone says they just love it. What are yeah. they going to say? They're we really lo- hate your gift. Exactly. Ah, thank you. And Jane, you know, you're amazing. Thank you. Jane, and and Jane. to your point, Jane, um, it, it, like the other caller who said, like, we did this and everybody loved it, they're lying they're to you. They're not going to tell you they thought it was dumb. They're not going to tell you it was dumb. They're going to say that in the car on the way home. Like, could you believe okay. what they did? I'm going to just drop my own truth bomb before we get out of here. Here's the thing. If you are a bride and you are listening to, to Mr. Cranky Pants, be I'm upset not cranky. About, I have opinions. Okay, Mr. Opinion Pants, uh, have his. Here's the thing: You're, you get to do whatever you want to do because it's yeah, your wedding day. And I get to have opinions, and then he can be angry about it, and that's fine. I'm not and people angry. can talk. I just want cake. Okay, fine. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Have your wedding. Bradley might not like it, but that's okay. Hey, we got some uh, d bags after this. Those celebrities, they are always behaving badly, and uh, we find it to be our job to call them out on that on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom, that is Bradley Trainer, and these are your celebrity D bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. All right, here is my D-bag. Hey, before we do D-bags, mm-hmm. can I give a shout-out? I wish you would. Did you see this email from Ricardo? Yes, this is awesome. So uh, the subject line in this listener email is hugs from Brazil. Hey, Colleen and Bradley, just to tell you, I always hear you in Brazil. Uh, I used to connect to my talk through the internet while I was on the road as a salesman. You're very good and very funny. See you. Take care. Regards, Ricardo. So, Aww. hi, Ricardo. I hope you're listening. Hi. But I, I just thought that's awesome. He's listening all the way in Brazil. Brazil. I know. We And we had, a, we had somebody on our Facebook Live yesterday who was listening from... Jordan. Jordan and not Jordan, Minnesota. Yes. Jordan, the country in Isn't the Middle that, East. It's crazy. Yeah. It's anyway, awesome. Um, so uh, just it's just fun to hear from people all over the world. I know. I love that. If you're Post right in our own backyard, we love you too. As long as you serve cake at your wedding. Now let me get to the rest Stephen of you are on notice. Seagull. A woman on Monday said that she was a 17 year old model and an aspiring actress when Steven Seagal sexually assaulted her. 
at a supposed casting session at a Beverly Hills hotel room in 2002. And uh, there's actually two women that are being represented by uh, at least two women that are being represented by Lisa Bloom, who had a press conference. We listened to a little bit of audio uh, from them basically talking about how Steven Seagal creeped on them. Mm-hmm. And so um, I just thought it would be uh, appropriate to make him the D-bag today. One of the women, well, one of the women is named Faviola Dadis. I don't mm-hmm. know how you say her name. Um she talked about the things that he did, which included, but were not limited to, the following, quote, Seagal reached under her bikini top, grabbed her, and then grabbed her soon after the audition began. She was prompt. She said that she promptly ended the audition and left deeply shaken. Quote, I have suffered from depression, anxiety, and post-traumatic stress, have found it difficult to form trusting relationships with men, and, uh, you know, the other woman went on uh, to tell her story as well. So um, I'm just saying. Yeah, it's just it's so troubling. And again, you know, one of the things about Steven Seagal in particular that is is troubling to me is that um, d- he didn't he go on to have a reality show where he is some sort of law enforcement officer yeah, but now I don't remember the specifics. I will say I always thought didn't wasn't he like trying to be a like a Russian or something? I think both of those are hey, assessments. Speaking of which, oh, he apparently holds American, Russian, and Serbian citizenship. Right. Go with me. Okay, I will. Do you remember a blind item that talked about a guy who was trying to go to Russia because things were gonna happen? Vaguely. I wonder if that was about Steven Seagal. Think that's an accurate. Oh yes, that's right. No, I do remember that now. That somebody was going to flee the country because stuff was going to start to come out about them. Yeah, interesting. For those of you don't know, we are mildly obsessed with uh, blind items from CrazyDaysAndNights.net. And yes. uh, one of the, I swear, one of the blind items said. Although I thought it was that he was petitioning the government to become a citizen, which. I wouldn't necessarily mean Steven Seagal if, in fact, he already holds Russian citizenship, but maybe he was trying to get a visa or something. I don't, I don't know. know. Um, the the thing that I find so interesting about Steven Seagal, you know, you know, as you said, in addition to those things, and the fact that he is actually, um, he is actually a police officer. He's been a reserve police officer or deputy sheriff in several jurisdictions. This is somebody whose job it is to help uphold the law and work for justice. Um, and that he was not working for justice in these cases. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, I guess I feel like if you're somebody who's there to uphold the law, you're aware of what laws are and you're super careful about not breaking them. Right. Yeah. Although I have this thing about people who are like super um, lawy. Uh huh. That is the technical word. Yeah. Like people who are like, I'm a I'm a law and order kind of guy. I like to have laws and orders. And orders. <laughs> <laughs> I like to be real military. And and okay, please don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying people who like are actually in law enforcement mm-hmm. and in the military. But like, you know, guys like Steven Seagal who have magician hair Mm -hmm. and like there's something just not very genuine about them who are trying to put on this act that they're super macho and like super like law and ordery law and ordery. I kind of feel like maybe that's a little fakey because they're trying to overcompensate uh, for maybe some uh, stuff that's not very law and ordery. 
Interesting. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I believe I the see. metaphor that Laurie and Julia, Julia like to use is the whiter the lace, the blacker the leather. You oh, know? Wow. But the whiter the lace. Yeah, oh, the I think wider, you said the wider. Me too. No, I was like, I don't know what that means, but okay. Got it. The wider yeah. the lace, the more you can the see. I like that. that Meaning. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. You get it. Yes. Makes sense. Yeah. The more clean they try to look on the outside, the, the dirtier, dirtier they are on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Interesting. Ooh. Um, I'm sure we will be hearing more on that. Also, uh, he was married. Uh, his current wife is Erdanetuya Batsuck. Wait, okay. what? Excuse I'm, you? They were yeah. married in 2009. Congratulations to he them. He has seven children. Wow. Mm. Wow. All right. Uh, I would like to tell you who my D-bag is. Yes, do it, Quain. Luke Bryan oh. is my D-bag. He just fell down. Okay. Wait, did did you, he get helped up, or what's <laughs> going on? Did he have a medical? Oh, it wasn't Luke Bryan <laughs> that fell down. What was it? What was the country guy who fell Faith down? Hill and um, Tim, Tim McGraw. McGraw. Tim McGraw. Uh, they're all t- they're all the same. Oh. But go on. Yeah, they they all just fell down. <laughs> How can he be a D bag? They all wear boots. Oh, and hats. Yeah. Okay, tell me why. No, Luke Bryan. You know he's one of the fellow American Idol judges uh, alongside Lionel Richie and Katy Perry. Well, remember last week, Katy Perry was my d-bag why do you recall what she did when she learned that a contestant on american idol yep had not had his first kiss she tricked him into kissing her on the lips and luke bryan was the one that was like did you get some of that yes now luke bryan has doubled down on that and he basically is saying um he was talking to uh, the morning show on channel seven okay great show yeah i love it everybody loves it um it's unfortunate that stuff like that turns into a story that big. He was downplaying what happened. Uh, he said, I watched an actual interview where the kid said he was cool with everything. I got to back Katie on that. We judges are going to get it right sometimes and wrong other times. <laughs> We're in there critiquing people. They see something one day not everyone's going to like, and that's just what she signed up for. Um, Hi, Luke. I don't think we're talking about the same thing. No, and also, can I just uh, do a little what if? Yes! What if that were a woman and it was Luke Bryan? Yes! I'm pretty sure his career would be, not if over, his career would certainly um, be in a tailspin. And, you know, because of the current climate on Me Too, so regardless of what you think of an innocent kiss, and I know many of you are like, it's just a cute little kiss, but I I would encourage you to go back and actually watch Mm -hmm. the clip because it was actually rather disturbing, and I'm a pretty all, you know, like I go around kissing people all the time. Right. I'm like, hey, Mm -hmm. let me just plant one on you. (laughs) Okay, that... Was gross. Great impression, Holly. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I think if you watch the video, a lot of people would be like, uh, as uncomfortable yeah. as we are, and we're not generally the prudies, prudiest of the bunch. No, because the thing that jumps out to you is the fact that this is a young man who says, that, and, and speaks for his own personal beliefs, which are, I have not kissed a girl, I would have to be in a relationship to do that, right? So he just said what he believes in, and Katy Perry decided to take it into her own hands and trick him into kissing her. And then high fives the two guys on either side of her, one of which, Luke Bryan, says, did you get some of that? And she's like, yeah. I mean, it's it's gross. And if you if you did a role reversal, we'd be having a whole different conversation. There would be people on fire. So, again, Luke Bryan, I think, you know, there would have been a way to address this without feeling like you needed to back Katy Perry. And also, 
I'm sorry that you think it's unfortunate that these stories turn into bigger stories. That's I, I'd love to sit down with you and have a conversation about why that is and why it's actually, mm, I would say, a good thing that we're having these conversations. And I, I think also, here's what I worry about, and this is what I think happens. People overreact to everything or underreact mm-hmm. because they're afraid that if they... like. The right thing to do, I think, is if I were Katy Perry and I and that happened, because like I don't, I can totally see what she thought she was doing, but but upon reflection, I think you know a normal person would react like, oh, that was unwanted, right? So I should apologize right. for it being unwanted, right? Or at least apologize for any confusion that I might have uh, created by doing that right that's what a normal person would do at least that was that's what i think most people's instinct would be Mm -hmm. but when you're a celebrity there's this like weird like well i'm just like not going to acknowledge it or act like that's not what happened right in order to like protect my image when in actuality like we're all around here going well we see what you did Mm -hmm. so now it just looks like you're denying something that actually that's what we've been talking about is like now is the time to not take things too lightly now is not the time to paint a different picture of what actually happened right. now is the time to own, own it. it and and it's not to say that your career will be over nobody's gonna say hey, Katy perry's a is Harvey a or, yeah exactly right they're just gonna be like hey Katy perry learned that in this moment maybe we should do things differently yeah there's a way to have that yeah. conversation um but we are not having that conversation in fact uh, as it turns out apparently we are we are mm-hmm. they are not when we come back oh gosh okay you guys it's the moment it's the moment it's it's about to be 145 which means it's time <gasps> for the throwback oh, live no! at 145 i don't know if i can i don't know if i can do this okay what you're the doing on. right now is Ooh. fake and um what's fake you are you're you're going to be just fine. Wow, you're very you're excited. To get in my head, aren't you? You don't know. Am I? Well, it's not going to work. I'm just. We'll find that. out after this. The throwback live at 1:45. Bradley and I will go head to head on my talk 107.1. It's 1:45. It's time for the throwback live at 1:45 on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 107.1. Streaming live at my talk 107.1.com. We are everything entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And yesterday I won the throwback I mean, live yesterday. at 145. You're still way behind. Well, One I'm day at a time. Best friend is his mother. Hey, I that's my one. Like pump in the morning. Oh, righty then. It's throwback live. Oh, you betcha, yeah. At 145. I don't know. How is this going to work? My day. Here's Holly Roberts. I'm going to tell you how it works Thanks, right now. Thanks, Bob. Oh, you're welcome. So this is how the throwback live at 145 works. We will play five vintage pop culture audio clips. Could be anything. And the first to identify three clips will win the throwback live at 145. Oh, I can't wait. Bradley and Colleen will buzz in by yelling out their own first names. Simple as that. Pretty easy. Easy peasy. Bradley Trainer. Okay. It's exactly like that. So mm-hmm. Bradley Trainer just practicing there. I'm going to play the first vintage pop culture audio clip. Please correctly identify <sighs> the following. Bradley Trainer. Yes. Is that Hanna-Barbera? Yes, that is the Hannah little star. Bar- Bar- that was a good Hannah one. That was a deep Bar- track. That was a deep track. So I was that- worried. I thought it might have been Thundercats or something. Sure, let's play it again for everyone to listen. 
So that is a little swirly star that appears at the end of every Hanna Barbera cartoon. Did you know cartoon. that, Colleen? Uh, I, well, after you said it, I did. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I you know what? Here's what I will say. I recognized it from like Saturday mornings of yore, but I couldn't put my finger on exactly what it was. No, right? I. I yeah, okay. But I'm proud of you. That was good. Yeah, good oh, job, Bradley look. Trainer. I'm trying to have good <laughs> spirit. We're being positive now. So far, yes. Hey. I'm trying to have a good spirit right. okay. because Bradley Trainer, karma. he has one point in today's Throwback Live at 145. Please correctly identify the second vintage pop culture audio clip. Bradley Trainer. Oh, Bradley. That is Inspector Gadget. Dooby dooby doo, Inspector Gadget. Dooby dooby doo. Did you know I'm taking it? You knew that. Yeah, that's yeah. What I was going to say when I yelled my name. Ooh, she gets a little sass on you. I used to watch this when I came home from school. Inspector Gadget. Inspector Gadget. Oh, I can taste Cheerios when I hear that song. Really? Yes, because I would eat Cheerios and watch that. Oh. Or Corn Brand sometimes, you know, it's my favorite cereal. Stop it. Mm, Stop it. All right, so Bradley has two points in today's Throwback Live at 145. So much pressure. I feel like I'm literally sweating. I don't feel any pressure. Well, feel no pressure at all because if Bradley Trainer correctly identifies the following vintage pop culture audio clip, he will win today's Throwback Live at 145. Please. Colleen Bradley correctly identify this vintage pop culture audio clip. My, my, my. Colleen! That is MC Hammer's Can't Touch This. Yes. Makes me say, oh my lord, thank you. What? Oh, pump it up, pump it up. And this is a beat pump you can't touch. I told you, homeboy. You can't, can't touch, touch this. this. Yeah, that's how we living in your know. You can't touch this. All right, Colleen, oh, correctly oh, guessed oh, MC. Oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. That was before I it was too that. legit to quit. I, I have a hard true. time with too music legit, ones, though, because I'm like, because mm-hmm. I'm like, is it a music or is it like oh. part of something? You know what I mean? Like, sometimes you hear music. Well, you know, hard. Don't even part, look at you me. You know, Bradley, I told you. I know. I know. I'm vintage... not making excuses. I'm just telling you the insight in my oh, brain. Right. Throwback Live at 145. Mm. Bradley Trainer, you have two points. Colleen Lindstrom has one, one point. So Bradley could take it all if he correctly identifies the following. Now, this is a very brief clip. Pay close attention. Identify the following. Sashay. Bradley Trainer. Oh. Colleen Lindstrom. That is RuPaul from RuPaul's Drag Race. Sashay away. No, that's Sashay. not RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes, it is. What did you think it was? Sashay Shantae. Oh, I no, it was her no. Song. She oh. said Sashay away. Oh. Listen very closely. Yes. Oh, look Here at we you. go. Look at you. I'm going to play fancy. it. I'm going to play it again. Sashay away. Sashay away. That is from RuPaul's Drag Race. Congratulations, mm. Colleen. You have mm. another mm. point. That means. All right, we're tied. Oh, this is so good. Bradley Trainer. Down to the wire. Colleen Lindstrom tied in today's Throwback Live at 145. Whoever guesses this vintage pop culture audio clip correctly first. Gets the whole game. Please identify the following. Bradley Trainer. Mm. That is the emperor. Uh, that is the uh, emperor's march of uh, Empire Strikes Back. Colleen Lindstrom. Oh. I'm going to continue to play the clip. Please identify the following. Oh God! That is horrible. What is it, Colleen? That is the uh, special news report of the East. No, I want to know. That's Superman. I want to guess. Can I guess? 
Can I oh, no, Colleen, you're wrong. Bradley, it goes back to you. NBC Nightly News. Yeah. Yes! I knew it was news and not, not the that? Amp- I did know that, but, but didn't I didn't sound, know. Play, play yes, the whole thing in again. The beginning, it sa- I thought like... it was Star Wars. That was a good one, Holly. That was really good. Oh. I only only because I I uh, I see Lester Holt when I hear that. Yes, that is the theme to I NBC see dead people. <laughs> nightly news. Oof. Not anything from M Night Shyamalan. Ding dong. All right, Bradley <laughs> Trainer. Congratulations, you just won today. Good job, Colleen. I'll give you that. Throwback, oh, thanks, Bradley. Thank you. You're welcome, Bradley Trainer. You won today's Throwback Live What'd at one forty-five. Bradley Trainer, you just won three days and four nights in Romantic Lake Tahoe. Ooh. Fine. You and a guest will be hanging out by the lake, but Bradley, I advise you, please don't go fishing or else you will find good old Fredo Corleone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Swimming with the fishes. Yep. Um, I don't do, you know, do you know what that means? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> congratulations, Bradley. You earned that. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you. Thank you. What is going on in your head right now? Uh, I would just like to thank everyone who okay, made it possible. Okay, I didn't ask possible. who you wanted to thank. I just wanted to know what was going on in your head. No, now I'm going to move do over you, here. Uh, do you, uh, can I just say something that's not related to what you were going to talk about really quickly? Sure. Um, we had a comment on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. You know, we th- they posted a video of us singing the B-52s. Oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because the B-52s are coming to yeah. the state fair. Yes. Well, somebody said, leave it to the professionals. Mm-hmm. And I responded... <gasps> oh, you did? And then he responded. Ooh. I just Ooh. said, um, yeah, no, we totally shouldn't have raised all that money for charity. <laughs> and he said, well, that's not what you were talking about. You were talking about whether you should perform with the B-52s. Um. So I just wanted to have that moment. <laughs> okay, well, I'm glad we... He showed me! <laughs> <laughs> also, I do think we should petition to sing with the B-52s. I don't think we should have petitioned. Somebody, don't we know people? Can't we just show up? Yeah, right? Let's just show up with our makeup done and we know the words. Yeah, we'll just sing we'll in the audience it. with yes. our musical instrument. We'll move people out of the way and do our own little if performance. If you see a faded okay. at the side We of do the have road. to practice again, though. It's been a while. We'll be back after this on the Colleen and Bradley show. Uh, uh, what do you... What, uh, well, we'll tell you after this.